Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What it do? We are live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from nonstop hip hop. All of the hits and 96X here at Flynn Broadcasting. Hi, high atop Mount Moriah. Welcome to the program. This is Memphis's number three sports radio program. Welcome to MSL. I'm your host, one of the who's who of Memphis Twitter, Kevin Cerrito. Join alongside, as always, Fox 13's weekend sports anchor, Marcus Hunter. Good morning. On the other side of the glass, CJ Hurt, Johnny Radio, making things happen. As our producers, we've got a jam-packed, action-packed two-hour broadcast for you uh, this morning. The last Saturday, Marcus, without college football until January 11, 2014. You know, that's great that it is the last Saturday without college football until that day. But then it just makes you realize just how long we have to go without college football. Or football of any kind, for that matter. Well, it's like basketball you, season, the baseball season just never ends. Right. Football season comes and then it goes. And then we have to just sit there and wait for, for so long. It's part of the reason it's, it it is uh, liked by more people than any other one, I believe. Because it's less available? Well, there's less games. Yeah. Every game matters more. Each game means so much. But we are uh, going to make our official predictions today a little bit later on. Like we uh, are such great... Uh, I know, Marcus, you claim to be Memphis' Miss Cleo, but uh, we will uh, put in our predictions on who will be in the national title game. We'll put in our predictions on who will be in the Liberty Bowl. And a couple other predictions for the season a little bit later on. But the big thing uh, happening uh, today, not only is it, it's the last Saturday without college football, it is the first Saturday with Jerry the King Lawler's Museum in Tunica, Mississippi. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did a story on that. And, um, you know, it was, uh, you know, a, a, a nice, a nice uh, you know, museum down there. Have you seen it? You've I've not seen it. I've seen video of it. Um, it looks pretty right. nice. I didn't know that uh, most of the things in there are, are collections from his home, and that he was the one who actually, you know, kind of did design the layout and everything. And the fact that he just bought the Batmobile, right? I mean, <laughs> he just bought the Batmobile. Wait, which Batmobile? He bought one the, of the classic Batmobiles. Yeah, one of the classic Batmobiles. I don't know if it's like a replica or an. No, I think it's the real one of the real ones they actually used in from filming. like the old TV series. Yeah, when it went, yeah when you would see the words "pow" and "smash" mm-hmm. and then "crash" on the screen from 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 that TV series. So Jerry the King Lawler is going to join us at eleven thirty today. Big ups to the king because he will be in Tunica today signing autographs to the Four Resorts Casino. And it'll be the grand opening of his of his museum and art gallery down there. Of course, it was at a car dealership uh, in Memphis before. It's been shut down for a couple months as it relocates, and it was only there for a short amount of time anyway. So, I guess the demand two or was three so months, high. and now he's moved it to to the casino. And I've yet to be. I I can't wait to go down it and see it as a as a native Memphian with Jerry Lawler being my childhood hero i can't wait to go down there now and see it at resorts it's probably going to be bigger and better uh from my understanding than it was when it was um at the car dealership that it was at. yes i'm sure but who knows uh so the king will join us at 11 we'll talk to him about the batmobile stuff and the new batman i wonder what he thinks about that because <sighs> ben affleck just, really? right after he buys the batmobile they announced that ben affleck's the new really batman really been out and 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 isn't there gonna be some kind of collaboration between superman and batman in a movie which is that's what it's gonna yeah that's what he's gonna be the new batman in the movie that's gonna have batman and superman in. Oh, it's just awful like are they that, doing like a justice league movie um yeah i don't know if it's it's full-on justice league or if this is the next movie is going to build towards the justice league i think it's this if you, if you play there they're, they're definitely gonna have a justice league movie at some point I'm not sure if the next one isn't necessarily Justice League or if they're building towards it, but yeah. If you Superman play a Superman. superhero in one movie, you can't play a different superhero in another movie. You just can't do that. It's a free country. So, <laughs> it may be a free country, but 
you know, Ben Affleck was horrible as um I don't even remember what the superheroes Daredevil. Yeah, I knew it was Double D. Uh Daredevil. He he was horrible Double as D. Daredevil. Uh-huh. And now he's going to be Batman. He's Batman. He, I mean, gonna be bat- yeah. I mean, I mean, is there going to be no more weird switch up in the Batman voice from the Bruce right. Wayne voice? Who would you think would be what better? Who? <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of this. Who would be better, uh, Ben Affleck as Batman or Christian Bale as Daredevil? I think Christian Bale would be better as Daredevil. He seems more believable as a superhero. Daredevil is the movie where Ben Affleck met his wife, I believe. It is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Electra. Yeah. Yeah. She's way I, I wonder, I'm going to rewatch Daredevil now, though. Uh, well, I forgot how bad it was. I, I did see it in the, I saw it in the movie house. I apologize for the two hours of your life you're about to waste. <laughs> by the way, um, it's got star side cast. I've been Daredevil movie. By the way, uh, for everybody who doesn't know, happy belated birthday to Kevin Cerrito over here. And to you, Marcus. Yeah, you know, my birthday was uh, Monday. Kevin, your birthday was Tuesday. So, happy birthday uh, on that regard. Did you, did, did you have a good birthday? I had a pretty good birthday. Yeah. I'm still slowly celebrating throughout. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the same. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've decided that, uh, you know, since, uh, you know, a few family members bailed on me for my birthday what? celebration. Yeah, I, I've decided to just disown, those, disown some of my cousins. I told you, you, you just call me. If we should have done something yeah i've, I've, I've been to busy doing you know trivia night on my actual birthday so yeah but uh you know i so i've decided to, i'm, I'm going to take the celebration uh for an entire month keep it going yeah i'm, I'm, I'm gonna have a birthday up month, until up until september 19th I think, well i think you probably oh, i don't know can you do it that long can you, you gotta at least take it up to college football when you have an august birthday you could do that yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna take it at least past the uh first uh mississippi state home game that's, that, that works for me. I so what if you didn't? So did you end up doing anything for your birthday? Uh, on the day of my birthday, I ended up having to go to work. I mean, again, I, and I work too. Uh, but I, I I made sure I had a uh, meal at Elfos this week. Okay, that's nice. You know, treat yourself to some Elfos. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So, so happy birthday to us. Yeah. And Al Roker and yes, Hulk Hogan and Bill and, uh, Clinton and yeah, everybody Clinton. else who had birthdays this week. Yeah. All, all uh, great friends of the show. Kobe had a birthday. His Kobe birthday. Bryant. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant yeah. Well. Wow. Well, it's been a it's been a big week to have your birthday. I was watching that Kobe eighty one point performance because you know whenever he has a birthday, uh-huh. NBA TV does a whole thing going on. You know the most impressive thing that I saw the nineteen ninety eight All Star game. Did they do a big thing on Rudy for his birthday last week? No. The, the, the number one <laughs> thing that I saw uh, uh, the the the, the, the nineteen ninety eight All Star game with Kobe. I didn't realize you know Penny was in that game. But I didn't realize Penny was in that game alongside Michael Jordan, Karl Malone. Uh, David Robertson, Tim Duncan, Gary Payton. Um, it, it was like a who's who of NBA superstardom, and Penny Hardaway was it was on the court with all of those superstars at one time. I mean, some of the best to ever play the game, and Penny Hardaway got got an opportunity to play with. Like that 1998 NBA All Star Game roster was just jam packed full of talent. Yeah, that's a pretty. So how many, how many different things did you watch on Kobe's birthday? Uh, I watched that, and I also watched the um, eighty-one. Well, I fell asleep watching the eighty-one game performance. I, I DVR'd it because I because I I've never seen it in its entirety. Uh, because when it happened, uh, it, the, the game wasn't nationally televised. Right. And uh, the one thing that I realized from that game was the fact that that Lakers team was awful. I mean, like 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 Smush Parker was like the starting point guard. You wouldn't want Smush on your team. Smush is a Dude. top five point guard, man. Dude, hey, hey, Kwame Brown starting that winner. Qu- Kwame Brown was the starting center for that team. Quump, really? It was it was Kobe and Lamar Odom, and then a bunch of other scrubs on that team. So so for so Kobe had no choice but to put up like performances like that, and you could tell early in the game when the Lakers were losing that Kobe was like, "Man, screw all this. These guys aren't shooting anymore." He took over the game. So big up to Kobe. Because I have to wait another year to watch that. Uh, also, a little bit later on, because um, we when we have Grizzlies when we do our little Grizzlies segment every month, we're bringing Kevin Light, right? Yeah. So we're gonna do a. A Tiger football segment this month, and we're going to bring in somebody named Marcus to do that. Okay, Marcus Holiday from uh, your rival station over there, Twenty Four. Okay, so a uh, former Tiger because he used to play for the Tigers. Yeah, he did, and for the Rams. And he also goes by Doc, though. Yes, he does. So I don't know if we call him Marcus or Doc. He goes by Doc. 
well, what do you think? Well, well for, for the purpose of this program, call him Doc. To, for, for this, to keep, <laughs> keep the confusion away? I'm the only Marcus. There's on only this. one I'm Doc. The only, I'm and the only Marcus on this show. Doc Brown. I'm the only Marcus so, on this show, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to... Well, we can have another Kevin, but we can't have another Marcus? I'm original. I'm just saying. I don't know. I know you're real upset about me bringing in another Marcus onto the show today, but... Yeah, we, I, mean, I mean, you're bringing in another Marcus and from a rival television station. No, I'm just joking, man. Doc, I, I love, lo- I love Local 24. Doc, Doc Holliday is a cool dude. He's a cool guy. Well, he's joined us for a little bit in the second yeah. hour. But we start we start each and every week with a little thing we call the starting five. All right, this is still is we are going to be super busy with top stories of the week, but we are pretty busy with uh, non-football stories this week. A week before the uh, football season uh, kicks off, this is the starting five: the five most interesting, important sports stories for the sports fan in the mid south. Over the past seven days, number one story this week, Door University of Memphis Tigers. The full schedule is out for Tiger basketball this season. The official number of national televised games is oodles. That's there are oodles. That's the number of Tiger basketball games being on, nas- on national tele- television this year. And uh, they're playing two of the last three NC2A champions. I forgot until the schedule came out that they're playing Florida again. I forgot that Florida's on the schedule. Oh yeah, uh, that's coming up uh, this year. You've got you've got Louisville, um, of course, playing them a, a couple of times during during on this schedule. The, the schedule is out. You can see the the list of the ESPN games at MemphisSport dot com. Uh, you check out the Tigers go go Tigers go uh, at, on their website, and you can take a look at all of the. All of the games, nothing too surprising because we knew uh, it was mainly was the conference schedule finally got finalized and got finalized with ESPN. So we know who the Tigers are playing. There's still about six or seven games yet to be added to television. I'm assuming we'll get picked up by Comcast Sports or Fox Sports. Why doesn't a local station pick up these? Why do they keep going to the? Is this just the new era we live in where it's got to be? That it's going to be some cable sports channel that does local coverage. It's going to pick up your games, and it's, the local channels are completely out of it now. Yeah, I mean it's hard to get the local channels to uh, pick up those games. I mean because you have the local programming that you have to put on. You know the networks they're going to want to have their shows, and you know uh, and, and they have these sports networks, and they want to be able to drive viewers to these sports networks, and so. Uh, you know, it's just the day and age that we live in. You know, we have way more than just 13 channels these days. And uh, if you want to see your team, you have other options to to to, to view them on. And so, that's the deal. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't surprised. Uh, definitely excited about this year's uh, Tiger uh, basketball schedule. But there, the, there's re- there's really nothing that that jumps out at me. It'd be like, oh wow, this was shocking, or ooh, this is. A... We d- I think the one thing is is the amount of Double headers. We're back to like four uh, Grizzlies Tiger double headers. One of them happening on St. Jude Marathon Saturday, early in the seasons for everybody in December. So you had the St. Jude Marathon going on downtown, and you'll have a, a Tiger uh, basketball game and a Grizzlies basketball. Huge sports day. Yes, in the city uh, coming up on, on Marathon Saturday, and uh, traffic. It's already the worst day of the year, in my opinion. Uh, Traffic-wise, is on the St. Jude Marathon day because it just it shuts down Midtown and Downtown in all different directions for a great cause. Yes. So now you add in that there's going to be two basketball games. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a fun day. It's just going to be going to be tough to get here to do the show. It's just going to be one of those days where if you, if you have absolutely nothing to do on that Saturday, then it could and you have tickets to both and. It could be like the greatest day ever. Well, always, yeah. I love the doubleheader days. <clears throat> but uh, let's keep moving into the starting five. Uh, yeah, not not too much surprising news, ex- except that we're figuring out that, yes, the Tigers are going to be on ESPN a ton more this year than they were uh, I mean, last year. I mean, that's I mean that's what's going to happen when you take a step up in level of competition that you played. You're in a better conference. Um, and, you know, the Tigers, they do have a lot of talent on that team. And I think the fact that they are no longer being in Conference USA, mm-hmm. just the fact that it was Conference USA, even though the American, a lot of the teams are still from Conference USA, this conference is looked at in higher prestige. So that's just going to open the door for more nationally televised games 
just, just from that standpoint. So I think it's good for the Memphis Tigers. You know, they're going to get a lot of national TV games, and you know, you know, and plus they have a lot of guys on the team who aren't from Memphis. While they have a lot of guys who are from Memphis, they have a lot of guys who aren't from Memphis, and so their families are going to be able to get a chance to check them out. So it's a win-win for everybody. All right, uh, let's keep moving. Number two in the starting five, the Grizzlies officially signed Nick Calathis. Uh, he's going to be your new backup point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies. And at the same time, around the same time, within 24 hours, they ship Tony Roten off. They trade Tony Roten for season one of Murder She Wrote, I believe. What did they What did they trade him for? I think I think they traded uh, him for the uh, box set of Quantum Leap. Oh, I was just saying Murder She Wrote because it wrote ten and wrote. Uh, Quantum Leap, though, that I think Quantum if they Leap. get Quantum Leap with Murder She Wrote on DVD, yes, that would uh, be a pretty cool collection. <laughs> Tony Roden got traded for absolutely nothing, and Nicolas is your backup point guard. Of course, we wanted Mo Williams. We're excited about the idea of Mo Williams. That did not happen. This is your your next base uh, best scenario, especially uh, this this time of year. Uh, usually, usually not big moves like this, or not necessarily this is a big move, but if you're still making uh, the roster adjustments, this guy's going to be your backup point guard. He's six foot six. Uh, of course, he, he's been playing in Greece and in Russia for, for, for the past four years. Drafted by the T Wolves, and Dallas had the rights to him, but he he's going to be a rookie, but unlike any other rookie in, in the uh, NBA. Yeah. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be a little bit like uh, La Bamba, one Carlos Navarro when he came over, somewhat of a seasoned vet. But yeah. I'm still confident. You still gotta be happy with the bench improvements, right? You may not be totally sold on the shooting improvements of the Grizzlies in the off season because they added Mike Miller, and that's it. And Mike Miller's a great shooter, but he lost to Mike Conley a couple weeks ago. Uh, but you do have to be happy with you got Mike Miller coming off the bench. Now you got Nicolaitis can be your backup point guard. Coupon, coupon, uh, and. Uh, you now have a, a backup center. Your backup now at every every position. Ed Davis is going to be freed up with Doral Arthur going. Uh, so Ed Davis is going to be. So you have a backup at at every uh, position now coming off the bench that could easily fill a starting role if they needed to. But you'd have Nick Nicolaitis being the last one on that list that you would want to have to start. Yeah. But you wouldn't be as worried as having to have Tony Roten start. Yeah, you don't want to have Tony Roten uh, start uh, at all for your basketball team, and that's why he was traded away for a bag of peanuts. But I mean, if you got uh, to start Kufos, you're not worried. If you got to start Coupon, you may be doing that anyway later yeah. in the year, even though according to reports on Twitter this morning, they are uh, doing they had a live chalk talk at, at Federal Express Forum um, at Brad P. Uh, tweeting out that the Jaeger did say, uh, making sure that people knew that Tayshaun Prince would be starting this season. Uh, he is the planned starter, and that's nothing too surprising, but uh, we all assume that Tayshaun would at least start the season as the starter. Yeah, I mean, you know, he'll, he'll have uh, time to, you know, take some time off, hopefully get his back uh, his back problems fixed up a little bit, hopefully come back but, uh, next season in, in, in better shape. But, you know, if you got to start Jared Bayless as your, you know, as your shooting guard, it's not a problem there. I just think that the Grizzlies bench now is a good solid five that could probably be uh, like the Bobcats starting five. You're absolutely right. <laughs> right? Yeah, the Grizzlies bench, is, I mean, they aren't scrubs. And, you know, what's interesting is this bench and this team has been built through trades and free agency and how far we are from the days where for the Memphis Grizzlies to be successful, the team is going to have to build through the draft. Well, I think Mike Conley and Jamal Franklin are the only guys on the roster right now who the Grizzlies actually drafted. Mike Conley is the only one who's getting any significant uh, minutes. Uh, you no longer have, uh, you know, I mean, the team is almost like the bench is almost completely different now than it was two years ago. It is. And, yep. I mean, Spates is gone. Ellington is gone. All these Chris Wallace moves that Chris Wallace like worked so hard to do, like even last summer. Except for Bayless. Bayless is the only one that, who's still right. here, and he and, and he opted in. I mean, he wanted to stay. I mean, right. who knows? They really would have kept him around. So you if know, they could have got rid of him. Would they have? Maybe. Yeah. But they, it's good to know you got Jared Bayless's shooting. It, it is good to know that you have. That's why I think you got to start Coupon. I think you got to start Coupon because he's he's one of your what best shooters on this team, and you you got to start Coupon. You just got to because if you're gonna have Bayless and Miller coming off the bench, uh, you can't have all your shooters coming off the bench with Coupon, and that's your only shooters, Mike Conley Jr. and your starting lineup. I think that Coupon is not going to start, but I he think can he's play gonna, defense. He's going to come in, you know, probably five minutes into the game. You know, he'll you know he'll be like uh, Tayshun and Coupon will have that uh, that Tony Allen rotation that Tony Allen had with Lionel Hollins, where Tony Allen was in the game. 
Miami came out like pretty early in the first quarter uh, because of his lack, uh, because of his inability to shoot the ball. I think you're going to start seeing a lot of that. Uh, Coupon getting in the game, you know, within a few minutes of the tip off for Tasha. All right, we got to keep moving. Number three in the starting five also deals with starters because. And you know I'm upset when this news broke earlier uh, uh, in the week. Jacob Karam will not be your starting quarterback for the Memphis Tigers. Your starting quarterback is going to be Paxton Lynch. So Jacob Karam is going to get... You, I think they should, though, put a piano bench out there for him to sit on while he's sitting on the bench. Like, there should be the regular bench at the Liberty Bowl on the sidelines <laughs> and the next to it, a piano bench, and he's sitting on that. And he's he your can, internet star quarterback. And, he, and what he can do Lynch is... Lynch like, better be good. Oh, Lynch is pretty good, but what he but uh, what he could do is like uh, well, he that, sits uh, on the bench, his piano bench. Well, no, he he's a really good quarterback. Uh, uh, what, what he should do is have a piano bench, and for, yeah, it, we're it, giving one for Jacob Karam, our yeah. internet star quarterback who played with the St. Jude Patients. Do you remember that uh, Family Went Guy viral. skit where uh, he, where they had the guy sitting at the uh, piano bench, pretty much telling everything that's going on? Paxton Lynch is throwing the ball. He should play. Marcus like, Rucker scoring touchdowns and all. Can he can he play at halftime? Can he play at halftime every game until he's he's playing? Like, can he just play at halftime? Can he play at halftime? Play, uh, play some music at halftime. You know what? Every you know what? They can just roll him out there with the band, and he can just sit there in the middle of the fifty yard line and say, Ooh. "I didn't lose my star on yeah, job." <laughs> no, what? To a freshman who can throw no. a bomb, and he can sing real songs. He doesn't have to sing songs that, in, that in, insult the fact I'm on no, Jacob no, Terry's side. Make, it, it at least I'm it'll on Jacob Terry's I mean, this does free up, I guess, his time to go volunteer more and visit more hospitals. But I, if he, on Jacob, he wasn't the best quarterback on the field. And that's what you say, and that's what everybody, everybody says. Paxton Lynch is the best I can't wait to find out next Saturday, 3.30 against Duke. Just like Colin Kaepernick was the better quarterback. Paxton Lynch is the better quarterback. Jacob Cameron's better at piano. He's more famous. And just this is what just, just do this test. Here's what I did this morning. I, ty- I went to Google.com. Uh-huh. It's a search engine site. Uh-huh. And I typed in. Is that what it is? Yeah. I typed in Memphis. And then QB after. Does this see what would come up? Memphis QB. You know, QB quarterback. Every entry on the first page was for Jacob Karam. Zero for Paxton Lynch. Listen. All he's was, an internet star, man. When the Memphis Tigers roll out there and Paxton Lynch drops back that the pass <laughs> and he throws a touchdown pass to win the game over number seven Louisville at the time they'll be ranked seven, then people are going to forget about who... I'm, okay, that probably won't happen, but people are going to forget about who Jacob Karam is once they see Paxton Lynch out there on the field because right. if he wins, the yeah. kid can throw the football and he can throw long and that's what the... That's You're the best quarterback you've seen at Memphis? You have Marcus Rucker on your team. He goes deep. You if, if, if Jacob Karam can't get the ball, get, get the ball to him. What good is he? He's a star. He, <laughs> he sells tickets. All right, moving on. Tickets. Moving on to number four. Win the game. You pay, pay to win the game. I'm all for you it. Don't pay it. I just don't tickets. know. When. You pay to win. That's the problem. Lynch needs a viral video out there asap. Okay. All right, moving on to number four. College football does kick off on Thursday with a big yeah. game of local interest, Vandy versus Ole Miss. You can watch that game with me at the Green Beetle downtown. We'll be showing that during trivia. I may actually uh, be at that game. We'll see. You're going to go tuned. to the game. Stay tuned. We'll see. Uh, Ole Miss favored right now in the game that's being played in Nashville. Um, who you got, Marcus? You got Vandy, right? Just because you don't you don't uh, cheer for the Rebels because you went to Mississippi State. I have Vandy, so this is pretty easy. But, I have but Ole Miss. that's not the but that's not the only reason that I have Vandy. I just think Vanderbilt's the better team. I think I think I think I Franklin. Think I think Franklin is doing a great job with that Vanderbilt football team, and uh, I'm really interested to see their running game. You know, they have Ole the kid from East High who's who's going to be in his second season next year. Uh, with Vandy and, and and he can really run the ball, Kimbrough. And so I'm I'm looking forward to see what this Vandy team can do. I mean they have, they have the wideouts, you know they have a, a good offensive line. It's going to be interesting. Oh, Ole Miss though last year impressed in their losses, and I didn't, was not impressed with the Vandy losses last year. Like Ole Miss that the games Vandy won, Vandy almost good. beat South Carolina to open the season. What are you talking about? That was a great it's the no, first game of the season, and South okay. Carolina was not as great as they should have been. But Ole Miss almost beat Alabama. Well, they played them as close as anybody else. Texas A&M beat Alabama. True. And Texas A&M beat Ole Miss. But it's going to be exciting. We'll talk more college college football throughout the two hours as we get closer and closer to next Saturday. She said you got something? 
Matthews and Rodgers. That combination is almost deadly. Yeah, that yeah, that is a great combination. Uh, well, well, I mean, well, I I'm I'm picking and, Ole Miss. And, and how are you gonna go against discount double chest brother, man? Man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, the, there's a problem. There there's a problem. Uh. With uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Actually, I've lost my train. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. We got to get we're we're moving past time. Number five in the starting five is the Liberty Bowl. We talked about it last week. Liberty Bowl. They, they signed up six years. They got the SEC right. Yeah, we're the home of the Liberty Bowl right here on Sports Fifty Six. Yes, we are. And is now they announced they're going to have the Big Twelve, which is exciting, right? Another big time conference, and yeah, and, and people put it out there. Can you get any better than the SEC versus the Big Twelve? Is there anything you could do better than that if you were going to have a bowl of the caliber of the Liberty Bowl? Is that as good as they could probably ever do? Probably. I say no, Marcus. I love the Liberty Bowl. But here's what I want the Liberty Bowl. Well, I thought they should have done it. I mean, I the Pac-12 wouldn't... This is too late. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay, too okay, late, what but here's, what here's my think? revolutionary idea. Uh-huh. To change uh, college athletics. Oh the Liberty Bowl should have been the first ever SEC versus SEC Bowl. What? what? First ever invite two people from the same conference to a bowl game. SEC versus SEC. That's what they should be. Think of the draw in the matchups. You bring somebody from the East, somebody from the West who did not play this earlier in the year. For instance, here's a poss- what could be a Liberty Bowl matchup if we were under my new idea of SEC Versus SEC. This year, you could be having Ole Miss versus Tennessee in the Liberty Bowl. They do not play each other on the schedule. That could be your Liberty Bowl matchup. Imagine the crowd and the excitement surrounding uh, that game. You could have Arkansas versus Vandy. If Arkansas does better than they're supposed to do. Uh, you could have... Uh, you, could have you have oodles of different possible matchups. Uh, UT versus Mississippi State. They played last year. Nobody wants to see that. But they but don't, the they're not going to play this year. See, Everybody man. wants to see every SEC team play, every SEC team every year. I think it would uh, blaze a new trail. Bowl system's all uh-huh. crazy anyway. Uh, why do we need to see the SEC blow out somebody? Let's see the SEC battle somebody else in the SEC and, uh-huh. and make history and have SEC versus SEC. I thought I did. That doesn't make any sense. I just told you why it made no. It doesn't make any sense because Ole Miss versus UT. Because or you want to see, uh, you want to see Ole Miss versus uh, who was it? Iowa State. Because which one do a, you want to see? Because there's a rotation. And, which and one SEC. do you want to see? Ole Miss versus Iowa State or Ole Miss versus UT? Which one do Memphians want to see more? I would make history. See. Have SEC versus SEC. I would rather and see. And you'll be locked in with the SEC. You'll never have to worry about losing oh. the SEC sponsorship. Dude, that's, 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 that doesn't well, make It's sense. different. I mean, I mean, then it's outside be able to, the box. But see, then, but see, I think SEC fans like the fact that their team can play a quote-unquote power team from a different conference that they normally would not have an opportunity to play. Beat that team and prove that they are the better one. Let me let me give you let me give you a great example. A couple of years ago, Mississippi State played Michigan in a bowl game. How, how would Mississippi State and Michigan end up playing each other in a regular? That, that wouldn't happen. Mississippi State blew out I'm, Michigan. I'm I saying was what, at that game. I'm I was saying, at that game. I was I, I was sitting with Michigan fans. I was sitting next to Shoelace's parents, and I was like I was like going crazy with my cowbell, and they, and I was doing on their nerves, but. You wouldn't be able to have those kind of matchups. I mean, when do you want to see when when Ole Miss fans want to see Ole Miss and uh, Ohio State? If Ohio State was having a meet, if they both had a good year and they were both like kind of around the same echelon, you know, that's a matchup that you could have. I, I think people want to see those kind of matchups more, or maybe say for instance, Alabama taking on an Oregon. If you had SEC Pac-12. Or, you know, those are some of the matchups that I think that people want to see more. Okay. Well, Ole Miss, Baylor. I disagree. Ole Miss, Baylor. People, people I, don't, I disagree. All right, that, that does it for the starting five. We're way past time. time. When we come back, he's the king of Memphis, Tennessee, and his new museum opens today in Tunica. Jerry the King Lawler will join us live. Hopefully he's going to join us uh, as he's driving uh, to Tunica in his Batmobile. We'll see. Jerry Lawler joins us next. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of Tigers fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. 
Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to MSL. Remember, if you ever missed a portion of the show, you can catch the podcast anytime you want, memphisport.com or on iTunes. That's free on iTunes. Our next guest, he is a Memphis legend, and he puts the Jerry Lawler in the Jerry Lawler Museum and Art Gallery. He is Jerry the King Lawler. What's going on, King? Guys, a busy day for me today. I woke up this morning at about... 345 in Columbus, Ohio, where I was there last night to throw out the first pitch at the Columbus Clippers game. And uh, so anyway, I jumped on an airplane, flew to Atlanta, then back here to Memphis and getting ready to jump in my Batmobile and head down to Tunica, Mississippi to open up the... (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) This is something I never thought I'd ever say, right? (laughs) I'm about to jump in my Batmobile. Now, 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 King, are you going to drive the Batmobile down there? Guys, I am going to drive the Batmobile. I understand I have a police escort waiting for me. If I can make it to Tunica County, I have a police escort waiting for me down there. Uh, but, yes, I'm going to actually drive the Batmobile today. How did you decide to purchase the Batmobile? Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's the Batmobile. I think the original Batmobile that was actually used in the old uh, Batman TV show back in 1966 uh, sold at auction just a few months ago for $4.1 million. Wow. The one that was built by the designer George Barris who built all the show cars. Uh, but there, there's, um, there's a guy up in Johnson City, Tennessee that has built, uh, uh, several other replicas. I mean, it's just identical to the, uh, to the Batmobile. And as a matter of fact, he has, he furnishes them for when Adam West, who was, you know, the original Batman from the TV show, when he and Burt Ward make appearances, this guy brings uh, one of the Batmobiles and has it at shows with him. And I did an appearance uh, a few months ago up in Knoxville, Tennessee, at a fanboy expo where Adam West and Burt Ward were there, and this guy had the Batmobile. And so, um, anyway, I just uh, was admiring it, and he said, you know, I, I, I make these things, and we talked a little bit. And then uh, I, I really, at the time, didn't think about buying one. And then, like, about a month later, he calls me up and uh Apparently, he's his his father uh, has Alzheimer's disease. Is going to have to go in a nursing home, and and uh, he's needed a a little bit of money. So he made me a, a an offer I couldn't refuse on the Batmobile. You're not going to reveal how much it costs. I would rather not. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was consider as I said, considerably less than the four point one million dollars for the original one. Can you tell us how much it costs to fill it up at the gas station? Now let me tell you about this Batmobile. <laughs> this, this thing is it's um it's built uh it's it's certainly not a luxury car. It's more like a street rod. That's no telling. I'm probably gonna find out today how fast it'll actually go. Mm-hmm. But it's got a three hundred and fifty horsepower engine in it. And um like like I said, it's almost like a it's almost more like a hot rod. There's no air conditioning. It's, and you know, it's like it's there's no top, it's like a convertible thing with just just the two seats. So it's like I said, it's not a luxury model at all, and there's no gas gauge. What? <laughs> right. There's a there's a bat phone. There's an ejection <laughs> seat. There's a, there's all sorts of uh, crazy parachute uh, uh, release and levers and everything, but no gas gauge. So uh, anyway, you just um, I, I just spoke a while ago to I just realized that a while ago, and I called the, the I called the builder and I said, Hey, I just looked and there's no gas gauge. How do I know? <laughs> How do I know? And he said, Just fill it up till it's full, and uh, <laughs> so it's got an overflow thing on there. And so uh, I don't know. I haven't filled it up yet, but I'm about to. So King, uh, you know, just uh, talk about the fact that you know it's going to be very exciting for you. You know, once you get down there and uh, everything that's going to be going on around, you know, it's kind of the, the 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 grand reopening since it's in a new location. How excited are you about this new location? Yeah, it's it's really nice. I mean, it's it's so much so much nicer. It's so much bigger, more room, and and we were just able to put a whole lot more. Uh, uh, memorabilia and artifacts and things in in this location, and it's just you know it's just a great spot. Resorts Casino right there between Samstown and right there between Hollywood Casino, and a uh, ton of traffic will go through there. And it's up on the second floor where I mean people you can bring kids, anybody can go. You know, just uh, it's not right on the gambling floor there, but uh, 
as soon as you walk in the front door, just go right up the escalator, and boom, there will be the museum and art gallery. And so I'm, I'm excited. It's it's really it's really neat. Uh, uh, it's it's like um, I'm certainly not comparing it to to Graceland or anything like that. <laughs> but I just here's what I think sometimes is like, you know, how cool would it have been if Elvis could have actually seen everything that they've done with Graceland while he was still alive? You know. I mean, if he could see an art, he could have witnessed uh, his own museum-like setting there while he was still alive. And to, to me personally, that's what this is sort of like. I mean, it's it's like a it's like getting to to actually see all of this stuff put together in one uh, you know in one display or one exhibit or one museum, so to speak, and 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 getting to uh, look back on the, a 43-year career and and it just brings back so many memories and it's just. Uh, Everybody, you know, everybody in Memphis grew up on Saturday morning wrestling, and man, that's all of those memories are there inside this museum. Absolutely, it's a it's a, it's a great thing for the Mid South tourism. Uh, now the, uh, the so it's the resorts tunica. The grand opening is today, and you're going to be today. there today. Yeah, as soon as I get off the phone with you guys, I'm firing up the Batmobile. I'm <laughs> heading down. So two two to four, you'll be signing autographs down there at at resorts. How many times? Have, how many trips have you had to make back from Memphis to Tunica, uh, bringing more and more stuff for the museum? Oh my gosh! Well, of course, you know I've had a lot of people. My girlfriend Lauren, uh, Jim Blake, a lot of a lot of people have helped me work on this. Even my my brother and his wife came up to the uh, last week, and so. Uh, but we have literally done probably oh at least ten, at least ten, maybe fifteen trips back and forth with with all sorts of stuff. Is there? Any- I mean, and we and then at one time we had to get an entire moving van. We had to get, we had to go and hit get a uh, uh, like a twenty foot uh, you know truck and take a, a one huge load of stuff down there. Is there anything new at the at at this museum that people did not get to see at the the short lived museum at the uh, car dealership? Yeah, I mean there there's a, there's a lot more. Um, uh, there's a lot more like ring the ring gear ring attire there's a, a ton more uh pictures and there's certainly more artwork and one thing i fail to mention a lot of times is that it's a combination museum and art gallery and it's always fun for me when i get people to come through and say they didn't ever even realize that i had artistic ability that i did artwork and drew and painted and all of that sort of stuff so we've got about uh, probably almost a hundred pieces of my artwork on display down there as well Jerry the King Lawler uh, is joining us. His museum reopens at the new location, Resorts Tunica, uh, today. Autograph signing two to four. You, I back to this Batman thing for a minute because this is making like national headlines. You're on FoxSports.com. You're on all these different websites. Jerry Lawler buys uh, the Batmobile. What do you What do you have planned to buy next? You have any uh, any other cool uh, comic book collector <laughs> items? You... Not really, but I was a, It was like you know when I. When I all of a sudden realized I got a Batmobile sitting in my driveway, it was like I, I told my girlfriend, I felt like the Steve Martin in the movie The Jerk. You know, when all of a sudden he he, he became really wealthy and he went out and just bought these crazy uh, off the wall kind of things. And he would always say, "Hey, remember how I used to always say I wanted a Batmobile?" You know, but that's, I mean, that's what I feel like now. I, I, so I don't really. I, I mean, this this may be the craziest thing I've ever uh, uh, ever gone out on a limb and bought. So I don't really have any other plans of. Of, uh, however, I mean, you know, when I'm looking out here in my uh, my memorabilia room, I'm looking. I, I have a ten foot tall Incredible Hulk uh, statue. I have, uh, you know, four or five Coke machines, two with, um, old Warlords of jukeboxes. Here's Superman standing here, six foot four inches tall. There's a Spider Man statue over there. Um, so you know, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what's next. <laughs> it could be anything. Now, King, you are uh, like you say. You know, you know, you 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 love the comic and the, and the heroes and everything like that. What do you think about Ben Affleck playing the next Batman? Well, you know, it's, he's catching a lot of flack. Even Adam West, the old original Batman, said that he didn't think that Ben Affleck was a good choice. Um, I, I I honestly don't have a problem with it. You know, I've. I, I, it's like somebody said, you know, he's going to be wearing the he's wearing the mask and the outfit anyway. Uh, and I, I actually, I actually enjoyed Ben Affleck. He he was in in a movie that where he played my original uh, superhero uh, heroes, where he played George Reeves, which was the old Superman from the '50s TV show. They made a movie called Hollywood Land, and it was the true life story of George Reeves who. Ultimately, they don't know whether he was murdered or shot himself, you know, back in the 50s. But uh, 
he did a he did a great job of playing uh, playing Superman. So you know, I mean, uh, it's just maybe a little bit. It's almost a natural for him to be Batman as well. I, I I don't have a problem with it, really. Do you think if you would have waited a couple of days to buy the Batmobile, you could have got the price down lower following the Ben Affleck news? <laughs> There's a possibility. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that might have that might have lowered the value of the Batman franchise in general. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I, you know, it's 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 um, there's there's just a certain generation that really go back and and really enjoy that old throwback to you know the old original Batmobile from uh, from that TV show. I mean, and when you sometimes when you, I watch some of those shows, that just now looking back on it, it seems so corny and so. Uh, you know, so satirical and that sort of stuff. But man, I, I remember, you know, as, as a teenager, I love that. I mean, uh, we didn't even have a color TV at the time. So I, I sought out a girlfriend in high school that I could, uh, that I knew had a color TV so that I could go over to her house every week and, and watch Batman in color. The only way I could see it. Uh, that that is awesome. It would one uh, great thing for for Memphians is that we're, if you were a Memphian and you were a fan of Batman, uh, you were also probably a fan of Memphis wrestling. And at one point they crossed over, and Adam West was on uh, Saturday morning wrestling. Absolutely, Adam West was on the Saturday morning wrestling show. As a matter of fact, we show that clip. We've got to, we've got two big screen TVs that they're just showing old Memphis wrestling footage constantly. Uh, down there, we show that clip uh, uh, as, as part of the, uh, you know, as part of the old shows. And but yeah, Adam, we had Adam West. He was in town to appear at a um, at a car show. This was back when they usually did those World of Wheels car shows that used to come down the Cook Convention Center every year. And uh, they'd bring in all of these nice hot rods and all these you know show cars, and then they'd have three or four celebrities. And I remember that's where I met the, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders were one of these shows with me one time. And then and then of course it was uh, I, I I was in heaven when I heard that uh, Adam West was going to be at this one. And so I contacted him and I said, you know, it'd be great if uh, it'd be a great plug for the car show if he were to come over and appear on the wrestling. And I said, you know, so how does how does show in the mid south? And so they said, yeah, I'm sure he'd be fine with it. And so they, they gave me a time, and I went down. I, I got to go pick him up personally. I went downtown, and I picked him up at like, oh, my gosh, 9 o'clock in the morning on that Saturday morning. Drove him to Channel 13, and he didn't, he, he was, he was um, I don't want to say he was, I don't know, he was a little bit moody, they always said, and, and maybe even more so now. But uh, he wasn't into. He wouldn't put on his entire costume, so he just put on. He had on a jogging suit, and he put on his gloves and his uh, the the cape and cowl. But he just the rest of his outfit was a jogging suit. And I'll never forget. We sat him out in the audience, and uh, then Dave looked over and spotted him and called him up, and he said, "Yeah, I'm in. I'm incognito. I'm trying to. You know, I'm in disguise. I don't want to be recognized by anybody because I'm on a case because of the radical change in the weather." Uh, here in Memphis, he said it may be a hookup between Mr. Freeze and the evil king of Memphis, which at the time I was a big bad guy here. And so then I came out dressed in a super king outfit, <laughs> and uh, it was it was it was hilarious. And then, uh, or at least was to me, you know, I don't know people at home may be saying, "What in the world's going on here?" But, uh, <laughs> but, and the funny thing is, uh, I, if you look on if you look it up on YouTube, uh, all you got to do is. You know, punch in Batman uh, or wrestling or Batman and Jerry Lawler, and and a lot of somebody put it up there, and they said uh, they put it close. He said it's an interview with Batman. No, no, it's an interview with Jerry Lawler and an obviously inebriated Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny and so corny. I think a lot of people thought he might have been drunk, but he wasn't. It was nine o'clock in the morning, and I just picked him up from uh, the downtown hotel. All right, uh, I'll 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 find the video and uh, tweet that out at at Cerrito on my on my Twitter page. But of course, people can watch it at the grand opening uh, today of your museum, the Jerry Lawler Museum and Art Gallery. Uh, op- uh, grand reopening today. Uh, new location, Resorts Tunica, two to four. You can meet uh, the king, get an autograph. Uh, before we let you go, uh, Lawler, we do need to uh, bring this up because we're we're getting real close to September 10th, which of course will be the anniversary. Of your heart attack, and yes. it's a, it's a, why, do, why do you need to? Why do you feel the need to bring that up? Well, because it's real close. It's real close. So it's <laughs> going to be one year of you uh, being a zombie, uh, or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> but I was just, just wondering how you how are you planning on commemorating that event? Uh, what are you planning on doing that day? Uh, well, here's, we're just a couple of days this. away. Now, this is, I'm gonna I'm gonna break a bombshell right here. All right. Um, uh, to commemorate 
heart attack, which happened on, as you said, September 10th. On September the 13th, on a Friday night, I'm going to climb back in the ring and take care of some unfinished business against one of my most famous all-time Memphis opponents, the universal heartthrob, Austin Idol. He's the only guy that ever shaved my head and the loser lose their hair match. Uh, and, and so I've always thought I've, this, this, this is wrong has got to be righted. So if this guy has not made many appearances at all. He's coming back and that match is going to be at resorts casino in the big, uh, in the big, uh, arena there at resorts casino. And we're bringing back just, uh, I mean, almost everybody that you can remember from the good old Memphis days of wrestling, the rock and roll express. As I said, it's going to be me against the uh, universal hard drive, Austin Idol. The special referee is going to be handsome. Jimmy Valiant. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Coco beware is going to be there. Bill superstar Dundee, the rock and roll express, uh, Rikishi, grandmaster sexy, uh, gosh, PG 13, all of these, all of these, uh, all of these guys that were big names here in the past in Memphis are going to come back for a big reunion show on September 13th, and that's how I'm going to commemorate uh, and and try to avoid a reenactment of the <laughs> of the year anniversary of the heart attack. All right, that's a that's a good way to do it. Step back in the ring and take care of some business against Austin Idol. Uh, there sep- you go. September 13th at, at Resorts Tunic, and of course uh, WWE Raw back in Memphis in October, October 21st. It was made official uh, this week as well. Yeah, and that's gonna that's big because it's been a long time since. Uh, We've had an actual TV since we've had an actual uh, TV show here. You know, we've had some we've had some live events, some Raw and SmackDown live events, but this is going to be the actual Monday Night Raw, as you said, October 21st. All the big superstars will be here, and uh, it'll be huge. It'll be beamed all over the world live from right there at FedEx Forum, right here in Memphis, Tennessee. All right, came so, with. Uh, Kim, we, pre- we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we will look for you this this afternoon at the re-rand opening of the Jerry Lawler Museum and Art Gallery at Resorts Tunica. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank right. you. Thanks, King. It's Jerry the right. King Lawler. Always fun talking to the King. You never know. I mean, there's always something new with the King. Like it's, It was just a month or so ago we talked to him, and, and so much more stuff now. He's buying Batmobiles and, and reopening his museum. All right, we got to take a quick time out. We'll be right back. You're listening to Memphis Number 3 Sports Show. This is MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of Grizzlies fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many mid-southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. And the last week of every month, don't forget, is Game Show Night, where you get to play your favorite TV game shows. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a quote trivia master. All shows are free to play start at 8, end by 10, so you're back home and rested for school or work the next day. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high five and eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance-offs. Play trivia with Kevin Cerrito every Tuesday at Ferraro's in the Pen and every Thursday at the Green Beetle on South Main. Thank you for voting MSL Memphis's number three best sports radio show for three years in a row in the Memphis Flyers Best of Memphis poll. Appreciate Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to MSL. We want to thank Jerry Lawler for joining us there in that last segment. Of course, if you ever missed part of the show, MemphisBoard.com. That interview will be up there a little bit later on. It will be on iTunes for free. Uh, we're getting ready because college football is next Saturday. We will be here every Saturday from 11 to 1, um, unless the Ole Miss Rebels are playing in this time slot. And if that does happen, uh, we will post at MemphisBoard.com, on Twitter at MemphisBoard, on the Facebook page, what time you can catch the show uh, live. But we will be on every week for two hours. Uh, we will more than likely be on from 11 to 1. We will keep you updated with all the, the college football action. Uh, we'll have our scoreboard updates uh, starting next week. And uh, so all the early games, keep you updated on those 
and, and get you ready for the day and talk. It's talking so much. There's going to be so much college football and this football talk in general because pro football is about to start, and so is fantasy football. And this portion of MSL is being brought to you by Fox and Hound Cordova. It is the place to have your fantasy football draft parties because you can score $150 in rewards when you book your fantasy football draft party in advance at Fox and Hound Cordova. We had our party there last year. We're going to have it there uh, this year. We have our party booked. It's ready to go. Uh, uh, Marcus right now is looking up his fantasy team. Um Getting that ready, but Fox and Hound Cordova, uh, man, they take care of you. If you would, you because you got to have your draft, right? And you got to like to have the live draft and get everybody together, most everybody you can together to talk smack, eat some food, you know, drink some uh, some adult beverages, and uh, point and laugh at each other when they make a bad pick or, or whatever. So the the place to do it, Fox and Hound Cordova, because they give you one hundred fifty dollars in rewards. Your signing bonus for your party, you got fifty dollars, no questions asked, fifty bucks from Fox and Hound to spend on food, and plus you get all these other opportunities for more rewards throughout the year. The commissioner receives twenty five dollars uh, um, on their on their rewards card each month from September to December. So if you're the commissioner, I'm, I'm the commissioner. I'm trying to make sure I'm the commissioner. I'm the commissioner. I think I'm going to be the commissioner. How should we decide who should be the commissioner? This year, let's do alphabetical order. No. Yeah, I think this year we'll do name. we'll do alphabetical order this year. Who? So, I, I, yeah, who would be in alphabetical order? Kevin Cerrito or Johnny Radio? J comes before K. J K. <laughs> um, the uh, commissioner receives all, that reward. Each team owner in your league, they can sign up for other additional rewards. You get the draft kit. This is what I love is a draft kit. Mark, did you remember the draft kit last year? Yes, sir. Johnny Radio, do you have our model ready for the draft, our draft board? We're going to set up the big draft board at Fox and Hound. I actually do, and the one thing that I'm worried about, though, is there's only one way y'all could beat me if I'm distracted. Oh, so you don't want there to be a model. Oh, no, no, I want there to be a model, but i got to figure out what I'm going to do. Is there any, like, um, pill you can take that makes you focus? <laughs> I think there is. I need that. You need something. to find that. But we, there's d- a pill you can take that makes you focus. Oh yeah, there's pills you can take to do it's anything. Like, it's, it's like the they blue got pill of the red memory, but I don't know about focus. Like the blue pill or the red pill from the Matrix. What do the kids Ridlin? take? Yeah, that's, yeah. What the, the kids? They give all the I kids. Take the Ridlin stuff. It makes me crazy. <laughs> all right. I thought, I thought it was Adderall or something like that. That's Adderall, yeah, that's the one I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. I don't know, I but like go jack my granny's Xanax. The, the cure for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Adderall, sure. Adderall, Adderall. <laughs> I'm not sure about all of those pills, but I do know the cure for weekday boredom is trivia with me every uh, every uh, Tuesday and Thursday, and now Wednesdays at Tampin Tap downtown Memphis. Special announcement: I've got trivia every Wednesday now. Uh, Tampin Tap. It's going to be all '90s TV trivia every Wednesday night from seven to nine. Tampin Tap. It's in the uh, downtown core. All '90s TV questions. So TGIF, Snick, Saved by the Bell, Seinfeld, Snick. Uh, all those type of questions every week. Tampin Tap seven to nine. High Cotton, which is a new local beer you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be three dollars on draft every. Uh, you know, three dollar pint of High Kaiden during trivia every Wednesday night at Tamp and Tap. Uh, check Facebook.com slash Cerrito Trivia for more information. But that launches this week, Wednesday, from 7 to 9 at Tamp and Tap. I'm real excited about that. All 90s TV trivia. So if you think you know 90s television, come check that out. And don't forget about our friends at Fox and Hound. Call Chris if you want to have your party up there. Uh, I think ours is Monday, 901-624-9060. That's 901-624-9060. Call Kristen. Uh, get your party booked, and you can get that reward. Like I said, $50 straight up for food at your draft party at Fox and Hound Cordova. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Fox and Hound Cordova. We'll be right back with Hang Up and Listen. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.